Hello, everybody. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Woo LA podcast, otherwise known as the Right Out of LA podcast. Um, tonight, my roommate and I, Julia. Hello, everybody. And I are going to be discussing our our the, the, our Emmy predictions. We're uh, covering the main um, acting categories and uh, outstanding series categories, and that's it. We're not delving into any of the technical, the writing, the directing, any of that stuff. Um, but uh, we'll be com- especially we'll be comparing our uh, our predictions against uh, those over at Awards Daily TV. Uh, Joey, Megan, Clarence, Jalal, Jazz, and and no, that that's that, that's all of them. Yeah, and um, so that should be a lot of fun. We can't wait to see who wins on Sunday night, and uh, yeah, it should be really really good. And then we'll be reviewing it, which we saw last Saturday. And um, spoiler alert, we really liked it. So anyway, uh, let's get started. All right, so in let's do our first um, category for this. Uh, that would be Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. And the nominees are... Leslie Jones for Saturday Night Live. Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live. Vanessa Bayer for Saturday Night Live. Judith Light for Transparent. Katherine Hahn for Transparent. And Anna Klumski for Veep. I am predicting Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live. I am also predicting Kate McKinnon Saturday Night Live. All right, let's move on to the next category. Under outstanding supporter in an actor, uh, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series, the nominees are Louis Anderson, Baskets, Ty Burrell, Modern Family. Alec Baldwin, Saturday Night Live, Titus Burgess, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Tony Hale, Veep, and Matt Walsh, Veep. And who are you predicting here? Because of the, because of our year and the climate that we live in now, I am predicting Alec Baldwin. I think it's undeniable. I think Alec Baldwin will be the winner this year. Next category in comedy will be leading actress in a comedy series the nominees this year are Pamela Adlon for Better Things Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish Jane Fonda Grace and Frankie Lily Tomlin Grace and Frankie Allison Janney Mom Ellie Kemper Unbreakable Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt Julia Louis-Dreyfus Veep I am predicting Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I think to play it safe, I will also predict Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Plus, I think this is a, the last season. And oh, no, I think it. I think there's one more season. Oh, okay. Well, I still think she probably has this. If, it, uh, if somebody else does win, I'm going to predict Allison Janney for Mom. If there's an upset, I'm going with Tracy Ellis Ross. For blackish. Nice. Next category then is leading actor in a comedy series. The nominees are Donald Glover for Atlanta, Zach Galifianakis for 
uh, Zach Galifianakis for baskets, Anthony Anderson, Blackish, Aziz Ansari, Master of None, William H. Macy, Shameless, Jeffrey Tambor, Transparent. I am going to predict Donald Glover. I know I'm wrong, but that's who I'm going with. And I am predicting Aziz Ansari for Master of None. Now moving on then to the drama uh, categories here. Under Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series, we have Uzo, U- Uzo Aduba for Orange is the New Black, Millie Bobby Brown for Stranger Things, Anne Dowd for The Handmaid's Tale, Samira Wiley for The Handmaid's Tale, Christy Metz for This Is Us, Tandy Newton for Westworld. I feel like my heart wants Christy Metz to win this so, 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 so bad. It is going to Tandy Newton. I am actually predicting Millie Bobby Brown for Stranger Things. Under Best Supporting Actor in a Drama Series, the nominees are... Jonathan Banks for Better Call Saul, Mandy Patinkin for Homeland, Michael Kelly for House of Cards, David Harbour, Stranger Things, John Lithgow, The Crown, Ron Safis-Jones, This Is Us, Jeffrey Wright, Westworld. Uh, No shocker here, John Lithgow. It's his to lose. I agree. I'm also predicting John Lithgow. In... Leading Actress in a Drama Series, the nominees are... Robin Wright, House of Cards, Viola Davis, How to Get How to Get Away with Murder, Carrie Russell, The Americans, Claire Foy, The Crown, Elizabeth Moss, The Handmaid's Tale, Evan Rachel Wood, Westworld. I am predicting Claire Foy. I think... I will predict Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale. And then finally for drama series, we have the leading men. And the nominees are... Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Kevin Spacey for House of Cards, Leo Schreiber for Ray Donovan, Matthew Rees for The Americans, Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us, Milo Ventimiglia, This Is Us, Anthony Hopkins, Westworld. This category is interesting. I feel like this year could be Matthew Reese's year. I feel like there might be a lot of vote splitting with Sterling K. Brown and Milo Ventimiglia. I don't think Anthony Hopkins was as great in Westworld as people have been thinking. So I'm going to go with Matthew Reese. I am going to predict Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us. And with the caveat that Milo Ventimiglia might actually upset here. I would love it if either one of them won, because This Is Us is the best show ever. (laughs) Incorrect. Okay, moving on then to the limited series or movie. We have under Best Supporting Actress. Regina King for American Crime, 
Laura Dern for Big Little Lies, Shailene Woodley for Big Little Lies, Jackie Hoffman for Feud, Judy Davis for Feud, and Michelle Pfeiffer, The Wizard of Lies. I know it's not going to happen, but I would love it if Michelle Pfeiffer won just to see her get up on the stage and give a speech at the Emmys. But who are you predicting? (sighs) Shailene Woodley. I am going with her counterpart, Laura Dern. Under... Under best supporting, wait, yes, best supporting actor in a limited series or movie, the nominees are Alexander Skarsgård, Big Little Lies, David Thewlis, Fargo, Stanley Tucci, Feud, Alfred Molina, Feud, Michael Kenneth Williams, The Night Of, and Bill Camp, The Night Of. I am going to go with David Thewlis just because of my Harry Potter obsession. I like that. I am predicting the winner to be Alexander Skarsgård for Big Little Eyes. Moving on then to the leading actress in a limited series or movie. The nominees are... Felicity Huffman for American Crime, Nicole Kidman for Big Little Lies, Reese Witherspoon for Big Little Lies, Carrie Coon for Fargo, Jessica Lane for Feud, and Susan Sarandon for Feud. I am going to predict uh, Reese Witherspoon here. If she doesn't win, I feel like Carrie Coon will upset. I am going to predict Nicole Kidman for Big Little Lies because I think this is her year and she's still riding the wave from last year. And then that moves us to leading actor in a limited series or movie because there are only actors on the stage and in film. And that, of course, encompasses both sexes. So don't yell at me. And the nominees for Best Leading Actor in a Limited Series or Movie are... Ewan McGregor for Fargo, Jeffrey Rush for Genius, Benedict Cumberbatch for Sherlock, Riz Ahmed, The Night Of, John John Turturro, The Night Of, Robert De Niro, The Wizard of Lies. Wolf. I'm going to predict John Turturro. I will predict Riz Ahmed. All right. That brings us finally to best series. We'll start with the comedy series, a.k.a. Outstanding Comedy Series. And the nominees are Atlanta, Blackish, Master of None, Modern Family, Silicon Valley, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Veep. Who do you have winning? I have Veep winning. I also have Veep winning. Although, I think it would be great to see either Atlanta or Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt win. If anything's going to upset, it's going to be probably Blackish. That's the next modern family. Woof. 
<laughs> I know, hot take. <laughs> Under best or uh, outstanding drama series, we have Better Call Saul, House of Cards, Stranger Things, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, This Is Us, and Westworld. Who do you got? The many, 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 many discussions you you and I have had about this. I am going to go with my underdog. I am going to go with This Is Us. Nice. Keeping it real. Yes. I have to. I'm predicting Stranger Things to take this home on Sunday night. And finally, to me, the most interesting of all awards this season because these nominees were just so great outstanding limited series and the nominees are big little lies fargo feud betty and joan genius and the night of i got big little lies i would love to see feud win but i am also predicting big little lies will take it home So that wraps up our Emmy predictions, and then we will be moving on here. Let's talk about our uh, our take on the movie It from last weekend. (laughs) So, what are your opening initial thoughts? It was amazing. For everybody who hasn't seen this yet, please, please run. Do not walk to your nearest cinema and see this movie. Trust us. We know what we're talking about. Are you afraid of clowns? Mm, deathly. Especially... Pennywise. Yes. No, that... Oh, crap. The Skarsgård. Pennywise. Yeah, but him as Pennywise. Oh, you mean... Oh, okay. Yes, the, the, the actor. That actor. Yes. Okay. I, I follow you now. Yes. My So my initial thoughts are that... It was definitely really, really, really fun. Um, I listened to some criticisms about it, and I can't deny that those are true. But this is the kind of movie that I could just overlook for that and just sort of sit back and just enjoy the hell out of it because, to me, like this isn't a movie that you have to take seriously. I mean, it's not like uh, Spotlight or Moonlight. It, in fact, it's quite the opposite. Um, are you, are you happy that, um, Andy Muschietti came on board or do you really still wish it had been Carrie Fukunaga? I really do wish it had been Carrie Fukunaga. That, that take would have been so interesting to me, but I love what Andy Muschietti did with the material. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I have to agree with that. What about the fact that we still have to have a chapter two? I'm excited for a chapter two to see like where, like what Andy Muschietti will do compared to what was in the book versus what was in the original TV movie. What could carry over? What could get eliminated based on, you know, chapter one and what got changed? Yeah, I, I, I. I get why they have both chapters in here, and I'm not disappointed with that at all because we just get more of this story. The only thing that bothers me is the marketing, that they were marketing this as 
it. And I'm like, so does that mean that they're going to fit it all into like one three-hour movie or even possibly just cut out some stuff and just make it sort of this fully formed um, smaller version of the of the film where, you know, they concentrate on sort of what scares the hell out of these kids and how does that um, coincide with uh, Pennywise coming back and um, wreaking havoc on Derry. Um, but no, I mean, I'm perfectly fine with this. It's, it's going to be the next Kill Bill Volume 1 and Kill Bill Volume 2, I think. Um, although in that case with Kill Bill Volume 1 and Volume 2, I actually much preferred Volume 1 because I just felt like there was more energy to it. And Volume 2 just, I don't know, there was something missing from that that I can't quite place my finger on. Um, do, you, do you worry that that could happen here? It depends on who, on who they get for the adults for Chapter 2. If they, if they can nail the casting of Bev and Bill especially then chapter two will not be kill bill volume two well wouldn't they just keep bill skarsgård to play pennywise no 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 no. The- oh i'm sorry yes yes yeah. bill duh okay oh my brain is switching things up here forgive me you're forgiven thank you but yes you're right yeah bill and beverly especially and even i think ben yes and 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 okay so since they didn't give michael too much of a storyline in part one they better find a really really good actor to play him in part two and then give him a much beefed up role don't you think chadwick boseman what are you doing i like it yeah chadwick (laughs) boseman would be great either or him or Idris elba maybe or even michael b jordan michael b jordan's too young well, that's what makeup is for. <laughs> David Oyelowo, what are you doing? Yes, David Oyelowo, I like it. <laughs> yes. And these are just a couple actors. There's there's the guy um, from Dope. I uh, can't remember his name. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, Let's look him up real quick because I want to say his name. I am DB. I'm looking up right now. This is very exciting. <laughs> Shamik Moore. Yes. Shamik Moore, if you're out there, play Pennywise. <laughs> no. Or no, I'm sorry, Michael. God, my brain is... It's Friday. What can I say? It's Friday. We're waiting for pizza to arrive. And it's... Did I mention it's Friday? Anyway, back to it. So, did it scare you? It terrified me. Like, there was th- about... I, so the theater that we went to had has reclining seats and I brought a blanket with me and I had the blanket literally up to my chin the entire movie. I can attest to this. In fact, she bought like a tall 20 ounce beer that came in like a plastic cup and I was worried that she was going to get scared and spill it all over me. Luckily, it came with a lid too so I could put a straw if I wanted to, but I didn't because drinking beer with a straw is just weird. Uh, well, you got to try something once at least, right? I mean, that's what it's there for, right? I, I don't need beer with a straw in my life. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so then in terms of the kids, what did you think? Like, did you think that some of them weren't as good as some of the other kids? Or do you think that sort of like it was 
fair the way they wrote them for the most part. Well, I think especially with Mike and Stan, they were underserved to a degree. Stan especially, I think. Well, uh, to avoid spoilers for those of you who have not read the book, who have not seen the original movie, Stan, like what happens to Stan will make sense in chapter two. In terms of the in terms of the first chapter, and with Mike, considering his character arc, I think they're stay more truthful to how he was. Or at least I hope they're stay more truthful to how Mike was in the book as opposed to the movie. So that makes me really excited for what's for what may be to come for him in chapter two. I feel like chapter two could be more Mike's movie than chapter one was. Hopefully. Now, I haven't actually read the book. I did watch the original movie from 1990, and I was a little taken aback initially when uh, watching this version of it because they did switch um, Ben and Mike's roles because in in the movie, the original movie, like Mike was the historian. He was the one that was looking into all the disappearances. And in this one, they made Ben that. Do you feel like there was any kind of, um, any kind of underlying racism at all with that choice? No, I don't think so. I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to, they, they were almost being stereotypical to the, the fat white kid unfortunately making him kind of be like the loner that you know reads everything and doesn't have friends oh by the way i love that he was obsessed with new kids on the block that was pretty awesome please don't go girl (laughs) yeah please don't go girl (laughs) but yeah i I think they were i like some some people could view it as they were being more discriminatory towards ben than mike that's an interesting look at it. Yeah, I could. Perhaps I could see that. Um, and then, what about then on the other side? The whole idea of taking Beverly, who was originally the the, the trick shot in the movie, at least. Um, she was kind of the hero of the movie, or at least the first half. And then they took that role away from her, and she was sort of the damsel in distress. Well, I. I absolutely believe that Beverly was the heroine of this movie. And here is why. She is the re... So there's an event that happens to Bev in the third act. And the the game pretty much all goes to save her. She's the catalyst for, for them for the final battle, essentially. And I feel like if the boys didn't have all of this love and appreciation for Bev that that wouldn't have happened. So I absolutely believe that she was the heroine of this movie. And who's the actress that played her? Rose? Um, hold on. Let's look it up. It is Sophia Lewis. Oh, Sophia. Yes. Get, I, I want her in like, everything now she was a revelation okay so yeah i agree with that she was really good in fact i think she was the standout um although you know who else i really actually liked was uh finn wolfhard who played richie who also was in stranger things um i thought i really liked the way that he played that character um 
because I remember from the original movie at least that that was played by um, Seth Green, and you know of course Seth Green was a, a jokester. I mean he was even in uh, Austin Powers as Doctor Evil's son, so of course he had the comedic chops already. And you know it's just sort of that don't take him too seriously. What do you, how do you feel though about the fact that they took away? his sightings you know he didn't see any at that point like at the point where everybody else had seen uh pennywise he hadn't because i know like we didn't get to see any werewolves or anything like that i i like that richie doesn't see pennywise until probably the scariest moment in the movie for me to me, it makes sense that that, that that moment was when Richie would see Pennywise for the first time. So, I mean, I, I, I liked that he was left for last, and the moment where he finally did see Pennywise was worth it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and, and honestly, like, I have to see the movie again, really, to, to fully pick up on some of that, because um, I was a little distracted, uh, but... Uh, 90% of my attention was on the movie, for what that's worth. Um, so, let's talk about, what did you, What were your thoughts on the kids leering at Beverly in her underwear? Were you comfortable with that? That's what boys will do at that age, you know? Yeah, but do you, I mean, they're like, I know that in the book... Stephen King sexualized all the kids, but it felt like in this, they kind of took, like, because they were all in their underwear, uh, spoiler, but, like, at the same time, when it's a b- group of boys in their tidy whiteies, you know, they're not, they're going to be a little weirded out by it, but it's pretty normal, but when a girl enters the fray, it's like, then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we, we've discovered girls now. And I don't know. It's just, it was a little strange, to be honest. Um, and I, I, you know, the adult in me says, that's wrong. I don't want to, I don't need to see some 11-year-old girl in her underwear. But I, I get, for the sake of the movie, I get it. Because at least they took out another scene that was in the book. Thank God that they didn't put that in the movie later on. Where there's sort of this, how is it described? It's not so much an orgy, but it's like, um, how would you describe it? It's an orgy. If you've read the book, you know what we're talking about. (laughs) If you haven't, please just Google it for yourself, because I feel like I'm going to describe it not, not in a way that would make total sense. But either way, it's a scene that I'm glad they left out because I think it might have changed part of the movie, especially with what we were seeing for this version of it and also going forward for Chapter 2. So anyway, what what are your predictions for Chapter 2? Do you have any? Well, I predict that it's either going to be Amy Adams or Jessica Chastain as the adult Bev. That's... I like that. Um, between the two, I would I would prefer to see Jessica Chastain just because of the red hair, I think. And sort of the faces that she's able to make, I think, are a little bit more in tune with who Beverly was than Amy Adams. Well, Jessica Chastain also has the inside track because she, she's worked with Andy Muschietti before on Mama. And she's been promoting the hell out of this movie. 
Not to confuse mama with mother. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. We'll, we'll know soon enough how uh, how good uh, mother is because we're going to see that tomorrow night. And I am so fucking excited. Could you imagine Darren Aronofsky directing it? I would flip. <laughs> Come, another movie entirely. Oh, my God. Yes, I could. And then that would be the greatest thing ever. Then we wouldn't. We, from that point on, we wouldn't need more movies because we've gotten the greatest thing ever. Um. All right. So let's start wrapping this up. What were your thoughts on Henry Bowers? Oh boy, poor Henry Bowers. He, he. Okay, in the book, he is he is a dastardly, dastardly bastard. In the original movie, dastardly, dastardly bastard. In this movie, dastardly bastard, but... Oh, boy. You mean bastardly dastard? <laughs> yeah, sure. But, oh, I, th- I, I think they, they, like, they gave Henry Bowers a full arc, and I appreciate that, but I also think he was almost given a disservice. By the way, his, uh, one, one of his goons or henchmen or whatever you want to call them uh owen teague who played patrick hocksetter he is a startling startling look-alike of if who would i say adam driver and uh, who's the other guy i said like if those two had a baby i can't remember sorry oh crap was it Adam Driver and Ezra Miller? Oh, like yes, yes, yes. Yes, I think you're right. It was Ezra Miller. <laughs> yeah, that's... I. Well, I know. I, I definitely thought he looked like um, Adam Driver. You know, the long hair and this sort of, like, the shape of his nose, I think. Um, well, anyway, so our overall thoughts, we loved it. Um, what What score would you give it? I would give this a 9 out of 10. It's... I, for me, it is tied right now for my, for my number one movie of the year with Wonder Woman. I haven't decided which one is number one yet because I've I've still seen both of these movies only once. So I think until I see one or the other again, it's not fair to make a decision. But um, it's amazing. Yeah, I think I also give it a nine. Um, either it's it's between an eight and nine. I'm I'm leaning more towards nine. And which was also the score I gave it um, after we got home on last Saturday night, and yeah, and and of course nine doesn't mean like it's it's a nine out of ten in quality. It just means that's how much we love it. Um, so anyway, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed our Emmy predictions and our review of it, and we will hopefully see you next time. You can find me on Twitter at reality underscore diva one. And I am on, on Twitter as alrob underscore mn. Later.
Since I know 